last word on travel on Today FM with Multitrip.com. Get ready for new adventures. Let's talk travel and Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie is with us. And for the second week running, Sarah, we're going to be talking about Aer Lingus. Nothing like the debacle of last weekend when flights going out of Dublin Airport for the day were cancelled on the Saturday. But now it seems this morning, further check-in issues for some Aer Lingus passengers. What's after going wrong now, Sarah? Yeah, they're not having a good time of it lately, are they? Um, now, in fairness, in the last hour, they've just tweeted, um, and I see um, RTE reporting as well, that they're confident that all the technical problems have been resolved. Basically, what um, happened is they just had, um, people were having issues checking in online via the app or via the website or managing their, in the, in the manage their booking section. Um, now, I, I'm flying myself in the morning, actually. So um, I was trying it too. And one thing I did notice is that even when it came back up, I still wasn't able to check in online. But a friend was able to check in on her system. So if anyone is still having issues, I'd say maybe just check, change your browser, try a different uh, website because you still, um, you may, you should be able to do it by now. Our lingus are saying everything is fixed. Check-in was still fine at the airports, by the way. And there wasn't, they weren't experiencing any delays or anything like that. It was just um, for the last 24 hours on the um, on the app or the website to check in. But what's the cause of this? Because the, the excuse that was given last weekend was a power outage at the web servers in the UK. Uh, what's the excuse this time? They didn't. They just said that they weren't. The two weren't connected. Um, it wasn't connected to last week's outage, but. Um, it, it just some sort of system error that they were having um, and it didn't have any impact on their services um, today or um, and people were still advised to check in at the usual time two hours before for European and three hours for transatlantic um, but it's just I suppose it was just an inconvenience for passengers who wanted to, wanted to have their check-in done uh, beforehand but as I said it seems to be um, up and running now or it seems to be um, fixed anyway so, so they've said in the last hour. Okay you want to talk about winter holiday destination for us. And you told us about Lapland last week in the Glass Igloo, but you've now got a second possibility for us. Yeah, it's just, I thought it was interesting to mention because a listener um, sent me a message after the, the show last week to say that actually I had suggested this very well-known uh, resort in Lapland that has these glass igloos, but apparently there's another one. Um, it's called Apuka uh, Resort. It's only 15 minutes drive from Rovaniemi. So it's actually where Ryanair fly into. So it just makes it really accessible all of a sudden to be able to do that kind of unique holiday experience. And the, the flights to Rovaniemi are actually, um, they're, they're continuing up until March. And I believe March is actually a great time to see the northern lights. Uh, temperature is a little bit warmer. There's still snow, but the, the skies, it, it, it's like the optimum time to see them. So um, like for Patrick's weekend, for instance, you could get uh, flights into Rovaniemi on a three nights day in one of these um, Aurora cabins, as they're called, with the heated glass um, roof and then a kind of cozy cabin inside. Um, and uh, it would be 6.62 per person for a couple or a family 1907 for such a unique experience. I thought it was a really good find, uh, something really, something different to do. Are the Canary Islands a popular place for going for a bit of winter sun? Do you get a good temperature there if you're to go there in the winter months or winter months? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've really been the kind of the main place people would go. It was either skiing holidays or the Canary Islands. That's pretty much been what it's been for the last uh, number of years when you think of winter holidays that are close, you know, direct flights and things like that. Obviously, there's a lot more since then, but they're still as popular as ever. And what's great is that there's lots from Cork and Shannon as well. Um, the main islands, Tenerife, Grand Canary, Lanzarote um, and Fort Ventura are all from Dublin, Shannon and Cork. And then there's Fort Ventura, uh, Fort Ventura as well, um, just not from Cork. But there's a lot of options there. And the airfares are really good if you can kind of go, if you can avoid the Christmas, New Year period, avoid the early November. Um, like your flights are 100 euro return to Lanzarote from Dublin on the 9th of December. Um, 135 from Cork to Tenerife, 160 to Lanzarote from or to Grand Canary from Shannon. So like really good value um, to be had. And I would imagine they were they're just going to increase closer to the time. So if you are thinking about some winter sun, now would be the time to book. And presumably accommodation is reasonably priced at that time of year, is it? Yeah, if you, if you kind of go like early December is always a good time. Or January is a good time as well. Like anything from kind of Christmas, New Year, um, that's going to be peak, peak time. But if you can avoid those times, like you, you will get the value there. I've never thought of going to Malta. Friends of mine were there last week. Uh, what's it like for a winter break? Yeah, I, I have this kind of on my own list um, this year as well. Uh, what's with Again, they fly from Dublin and Shannon and they're very reasonably priced during the winter. They were quite expensive during the summer, actually. But... Um, prices from 100 euros return there in December, early December. What's great about it is that it, it, it doesn't have the temperatures of the Canary Islands, but, you know, it can go as high as about 17 and doesn't go really below 11 degrees. So you're looking at like a nice kind of sightseeing weather and there's so much to see and do in Malta. And what I like about it as well is it's it's one of those rare find, rare places where you can drive on the left-hand side. So, you know, it's easy to get a car and explore. It's a small island to get to kind of see everything. And just so, that nice kind of temperatures to do that. It's also three UNESCO World Heritage Sites in Malta. And um, it, w- it was the most bombed country um, during World War II. So lots of, you know, um, war rooms and there's an aviation museum, air raid shelters, lots to see and do there. OK, move on to maybe family things such as, is it a good time of year to go to Orlando for the theme parks? Yeah, well, I think I've seen uh, Merlinga's sale actually finishes tonight and I've seen like over the last week the prices on the states. I mean, I don't know whether it's the dollar or whether there's just the appetite isn't there and um, that that was there before. But certainly the like you're, you can still get to, to New York for 280 euros, Patrick's weekend. Like it's just um, unbelievable. Um, but Orlando, um, it's like 350 return in January. Miami, 337 return. I think a lot of people forget that Erlinga still fly direct to Miami as well in the winter. So if you can avoid, again, the Christmas period, it's actually a really good time to go. The theme parks are quiet. Um, you've got the sunshine, you know, so it is it is a good time for, for a winter holiday. Down there. And if you want to go somewhere nearer, is Disneyland Paris a good place to go in the winter or does the weather perhaps spoil your enjoyment of the various attractions there? Yeah, I, we went actually for, um, during the winter time and I loved it. Now, it, it was really cold, actually, that you mentioned the weather was freezing. I don't think we were prepared for that. But uh, the Christmas period runs from the start of the 12th of November and goes right up to the 8th of January. So for that, all, for all that time, you've got all the whole, uh, it's all decorated. It's 
it's beautifully, you know, it, it, it's just so Christmassy. Um, and it's a good alternative, say, if, if you were looking at Lapland and found it too, a bit expensive, it's a really nice thing to do, uh, a family time to, to visit. The new Avengers campus opened there recently as well. And it's Disneyland Paris' 30th anniversary this year. So there's lots of new attractions. Um, the other thing as well is that um, Vueling announced um, are now flying from Cork and Shannon uh, to Paris as well. So the flights are really, really cheap. So that's um, something to watch out for. OK, look, I know you have other things on the list for us, including ski holidays. But you know what? I think we should probably give a bit more time to talking about a ski holiday at a future date because there's so much involved, not just in picking locations and sorting flights out, but all of the other additional costs involved in it. So maybe we'll give that a little bit more time next week or on the following week. Uh, for now, Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie. Thank you very much for having been with us. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4:30. Today.